morning. I'm Peter Lewis, and this is Money Talk Extra on Radio 3. We'll start this morning's programme with a look at a growing trend among young professionals towards collaborative living. Jimmy Lamb will speak to a working mum of four to hear about her financial challenges. And finally, we'll tell you why it's important to start investing while you're in your 20s. Don't forget to email us with any suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover, along with any personal finance questions you may have. The email address is moneytalk at rthk.hk or go to our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. There's a growing trend among young professionals in Hong Kong to decide to live together in order to combat skyrocketing property rents and prices in the city. Joining me now to discuss the latest trend for what is known as collaborative living is Sashin Doshi, founder and CEO of Weave. Good morning, Sashin. Hi, Peter. Good morning. How common is co-living in Hong Kong? It is a relatively new trend in Hong Kong, but many other gateway cities around the world, whether it's London, New York, San Francisco, co-living is becoming an increasingly popular way for young people to live. And why are people doing it? It's a combination of a couple of things. If you look at a city like Hong Kong or any other big gateway city around the world, real estate prices have become very, very expensive. At the same time, many cities, they want to attract young talent into these cities. So when you combine very expensive real estate with the need for cities to attract talent, an affordable and value-for-money accommodation becomes a natural need for these cities. At the same time, looking at a lot of young people, there's an increasing sense of loneliness and alienation that young people feel. Even though a lot of millennials are spending time on social media, living out a life that they'd like to live, the reality is often very different. There's an increasing feeling of loneliness, there's an increasing feeling of isolation. And collaborative living or shared living is a great way for, for for marrying those two concepts of people living together and value-for-money accommodation. So tell me a little bit about how it works. The way we look at collaborative living, it really is a way of deconstructing elements of a home. So what we do is we provide beautiful private spaces for young people to live in, but at the same time, we have a lot of shared spaces for people to get together. It isn't really so much about forcing people to interact with each other, but it's about creating avenues for people to get together, whether that is through shared spaces, whether that's through shared kitchens. It's about how do you bring people out of their private space into another space where they can interact with others, they can live uh, in a better design space, they have the ability to experience new things together and enrich each other's lives through the interactions. So is this is co-living a little bit like some of the shared office spaces that you see around Hong Kong in that you're also developing a community as well as providing somewhere to live? Absolutely. Community is perhaps the most important thing in collaborative living. Similar to co-working spaces where, you know, oftentimes, whether you're a freelancer or you're a small business, you may not have the ability to get your own private office. At the same time, as a growing business, you want to have the avenues to meet other entrepreneurs, uh, mm-hmm. to have the ability to share certain certain services or certain uh, value-add um, elements of an office space. Uh, similar to, to co-working, in co-living, what, uh, what, what is usually provided is a lot of 
shared space along with the sense of community for people to interact with each other. So it's a hassle-free living environment in, in a sense. Like, absolutely. Uh, it is hassle-free in the sense uh, the spaces tend to be plug and play. Uh, you literally move in with your luggage. You're plugged into a community of of other like-minded individuals. Uh, you're into beautifully designed bedrooms and beautifully designed, conveniently located spaces, and off you go. So can you give us an idea in Hong Kong of the costs, how it compares to, say, renting for yourself? If you look at it on a like-for-like -like basis, a lot of people tend to forget that renting a space isn't simply about the four walls that someone lives in. There are many other things that go into renting, which includes furniture, utility bills, perhaps for a lot of young people, it's Wi-Fi, it's a gym membership. So on a like-for-like -like basis, if you compare a collaborative living type setting to renting an apartment or perhaps a bedroom in a, in a shared flat with a friend, a person could save anywhere between 20 to 25% on a total outgoings basis in co-living versus traditional accommodation. So that's quite a significant saving. I would like to think so, yes. So tell me a little bit about what you do here in Hong Kong. So Weave as a company was started about two years ago. And the whole idea came to me because in my previous career, I was investing across the Asia-Pacific region. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people were talking about attracting talent into the cities, but no one was talking about how are young people going to be able to afford to live in these cities that happen to be very expensive when it comes to residential real estate. And Hong Kong is a perfect example of that. There have been many surveys done that by far, Hong Kong is the world's most expensive mm. city when it comes to accommodation. For a young person coming out of university, it would take them on average 27 years if they saved every single dollar that they earned to be able to buy a place to live in at today's prices. So this creates a perfect storm where for a lot of young people, owning a piece of real estate is, all, is near impossible now. Mm. At the same time, rents have also increased significantly. So I wanted to create a concept that, that provides beautifully designed spaces and value for money accommodation to young people, along with a sense of community in our co-living spaces. And you run community events in the spaces? We do run community events. So at each of our, each of our properties, we have an on-site community team. And the community team's job is to learn about all our residents and to curate events that are of interest to them. Whether these are social events, it could be a pizza night, it could be a movie night, or it could be career development events like having a professional mm -hmm. come and talk about a hackathon or uh, CV, CV writing lessons. Uh, there's a whole range of community initiatives that we have at our properties. And increasingly, rather than the events only catering to our community at the property, we're opening them up to the wider community as well. And what is the typical mix of residents in these uh, spaces? In, in terms of the age group, the average age of our residents is about 28 years old. Uh, so they've, they've worked for a few years. We do have some university students and exchange students as well. And, and a really interesting mix of local and international. About 40% of our residents are Chinese and the other 60% come from all around the world. Sashin, thank you very much for coming in this morning. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate your time. That was Sashin Doshi, founder and CEO of Weave.